Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Oh, gather around the radio because tonight on the show, Zach, I have an idea that will bring joy to the whole country. Are we hanging up the headphones? <laughs> that because be... if we're going to quit, Dom, you have yeah. to give me more. <laughs> Look, our resignation would bring great joy to the country, but unfortunately you are stuck with us. Okay, great. That's good because yep. I would have had to get on my LinkedIn, <laughs> update what? all my uh, what, what experience. Would you do? What, what, what does this job qualify us to do outside of this job? Very little. I was thinking that the other day, right? It I could think... be spruikers. Spruikers. At the mall. Stand outside a jewellery shop. Yep. Come on in. we got uh, what, what are their, what are their sales on jewellery? 25% off diamonds. That's a good... <laughs> the 25% off diamonds. I'll do that for sure. You reckon? 100%. But aren't diamonds like eight grand? Uh, That's a big saving. That's two grand off the diamonds. Diamonds vary. Not all diamonds are eight grand. There's not one going (laughs) price for diamonds. One diamond, please. That would be (laughs) $8,000. Like, I don't know a lot about jewellery, um, obviously. So I've got to read up on that if I'm going to be a spruker. I've really got to do my, <laughs> That's true. my education. Yeah, you can't even get that job now. <laughs> I've just disqualified myself for the only other job I could get. Do you know what I would love to do, actually? Just as a quick sidebar. I'd love to be the guy who announces the trains at train stations. Mm, yeah, you could do that. I could do that. And Coming I think soon. it's aspirational <laughs> thinking like that that is going to make this show a success. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Uh, Zach, uh, a mate of mine, uh, Toddy, has uh, been trying to get me to move in with him for a little while. Um, he's got a spare room at the place he's living. And, you know, I'm still living at home. And he's like, you know, probably time, you know, you can move out, move in with me. Mm. And the pressure's been building up probably for a few weeks now. And it's gotten to a bit of a breaking point where I feel like I need to... I need to come clean about something. Right. Do you feel like that he really wants you as a housemate or do you think that he's sick of paying all the rent? (laughs) What do you think is the, you know, the heavier motivation? Uh, I thought he specifically wanted me as a housemate until I heard him in conversation with somebody else who I know he barely knows offering it to them. (laughs) And I'm like, no. So he's he's got a room he needs filled. This is a scattergun approach. He'll have anyone in the room. But Um, you think you're high on the list. I think he'd like to have me live in there. And Mm. I I mean, I wouldn't mind. I think he'd be a good guy to live with. I think it'd be good fun. But my concern is, and this is something that I have not come clean about publicly ever, I don't want to move out of living with my parents. <laughs> if I'm completely honest, mm. for years, all of my friends have moved, you know, when they've moved out or if they've thought about moving out, they'll use the excuse, you know, I'm just staying at home to save some money for a little longer. Or, you know, I'm, I'm staying at home because it's just easier at the moment. So none of those excuses apply to you? Uh, I mean, I'm sure they're side bonuses, but... I love Mum and I watch TV together and talk about it. Oh, dumb. And Dad and I talk just about it. Hold up. <laughs> yep. I will interrupt you and stop you there. Yep. You still don't have to go through with this. You don't have to admit to what you're about to admit to. <laughs> we can go to a song right now and we don't. What? I know you want to, but, but you don't have to. There's still a chance to get out. <laughs> But Zach, I've been denying this for years. You know, I've been telling friends. I've been telling friends that, you know, it is just to save money. And, you know, that's that's life, I guess. I've got to stay living at home for a bit longer. I mean, I'm 23. 23 is okay to be living at home. That's what I keep saying. Mm. The truth of it is, in all honesty, Zach, I think my parents are the best roommates I could find. Oh, Tom. <laughs> Dom, 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 dom. <laughs> I'm sure there's people all around the country who would feel, who would feel like they want to live with their parents. Do you ever want a girlfriend? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just wondering with what you're choosing. I just think maybe you should keep this stuff to yourself. What you think I've revealed too much on here now? Ah, oh, no. Well, continue. Be yourself. 
go so through with it. Are you saying when Toddy calls me and says, what are you thinking? I should say, look, financially things are a bit tight. I'm just going to stay at home for a bit longer. So what are the things you like at home? So you yep. went through, you watch TV with your mum. Yep. You like that your mum does your washing and ironing. You yep. chat sports with your dad. And um, your parents are just good all-round housemates. Yeah, you know, we'll play board games. We'll have chats about our days. So we'll... do you tell people that you live in a share house? <laughs> <laughs> have you met my housemates' mum and dad? <laughs> Oh, so I don't know. What, what do you reckon I do? Do you reckon I... Well, I can't relate because yeah. I moved out when I was 18. <laughs> I know. I moved back in for a while, but then I moved out again when I was 22, I think. Yeah, so you, you'd moved out twice by the time you were my age, which is really And impressive. I remember at 22, yeah. it was really like, I remember getting to a point that was like, um, I really feel like mm. I need to move out now. Well, I know... But you obviously don't feel that way. I know there is an age. I, I feel like there's an age that once you hit that age, you're at home for the long haul. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like you... You. Yeah, what's the limit? When would you move out? Is it when you bring mm. your kids home from the hospital? <laughs> I, I I kind of feel like you know if I don't if I don't fly from the nest soon, then I'm one of those birds who admits it's never flying from the nest. That I'm setting up camp full time in the nest. So when you mm. grow up and get married, yeah, are you looking for a gal that shares your love of your mum and dad? <laughs> That's what you put on your Tinder. Must be into sports and must like my mum and dad. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, uh, over the weekend I've had a friend from my past <laughs> revisit me. Okay. Uninvited. Right. Uh, you'll recall two weeks to the day. Oh, was it two weeks ago? I was telling you the story about the spider I found in my house. So I went back out into the kitchen and I am confronted by the biggest spider I've ever seen. Really? You know how usually you might throw a shoe at a spider, mm. right? This spider was so big, if I had done that, it probably would have just caught it and put it on. <laughs> like, that's the size we're talking about. It was a okay. large spider. Now, Dom, you'll recall that in my house we had a strict catch and release policy. Yes. So it means that I didn't kill this spider. Mm. Due to our high walls, I couldn't grab it either. Mm. So you against made... your best wishes. Oh, you made the stupidest decision that you've made in the time I've known you. We just went to sleep and just ignored it. You just thought that this situation will take care of itself, which was stupid because when you see a spider, that's your one chance. For all you know now, it's, it goes to hide behind a bookcase mm. or it hides under a bed. When you see it is when you got, you've got to strike then. Well, that was the case for two weeks. <laughs> then the other night, yep. I'm going to sleep. Yep. I'm in bed. Okay. I look over to the mirror, like in a horror movie, <laughs> I see something moving. <laughs> Is your wife asleep at this stage? Yeah, she's asleep. She's asleep, so you're on your own. I spin around, look on the wall. Yep. Not two metres away from me. (laughs) He's back. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. He wasn't going to leave you alone. I told you this. You thought he might leave the apartment. And I told you, you just made him know he's welcome. He's settled in now. Now he's in my room where I sleep. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) And so, like, you know, everyone has a limit. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was happy when he was out in the kitchen. Right. Or she. Yeah. I'm actually not positive it was the same Spider. It looked okay. a lot the same. I didn't have time to check IDs. <laughs> My assumption is it was probably the same spider. Well, you live in like a, a pretty inner suburban type yes. area. Like there's, you're not like out in the bush. There wouldn't be a, a plethora of spiders there. So I thought at this stage, maybe the catch and release policy, <laughs> there might be a clause in it. And also that it's your wife who's instituted that, isn't it? Yeah. So I wake her up. Oh, did you? Yeah, and I go, hey, it's in the room now. Right. Do you want to, you know, readdress any of our policies? <laughs> Can we just go over what we've agreed upon? Because this, I mean, surely in the agreement you two have, there's extreme circumstances. I would have thought so. An exception. So she's not interested. 
She goes, no, it's fine. Now, this is a big spider, like almost as big as my hand. It's a giant spider. Well, we, I think we described it last time. It was like a half an air vent. It was next to one of the air vents in your apartment, and it was half the size of it. So she goes back to sleep. Yeah. I'm lying in bed just staring at this thing. Of course you are. And I'm starting to think, like, that was two weeks. Mm. I'm like, I thought spiders would only survive a couple of days. Oh, no, so no. I start Googling right, okay. lifespan of spiders. Yep. There's spiders that can live for 20 years. <laughs> oh, I know. Like, seriously, if you don't want to sleep tonight, anyone who's listening to this, Google spiders facts because they will terrify you. So at this stage, I was just like, well, I guess we got to put its name on the lease. It lives here now. <laughs> Like, it's a part of the home. We yeah. get it keys. Yep. Because I can't kill it. I can't catch it. Mm. It just lives here. And maybe it's clearly decided your bedroom is where it wants to sleep. So it wouldn't move. You, you, one... You've got a guard spider. <laughs> That's what you've got. Kind of. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. guess so. Except we're more scared of it <laughs> than it is of uh, scaring off anyone. That's true. So I'm staring at it, right? And yeah. uh, it wouldn't move when I was looking at it. And I did that thing where you kind of trail off to sleep for mm. a second. Oh, yeah. Open my eyes again. Gone. Oh, no. See, this is what I mean. I've got to be honest with you. I think the stupidest thing you've done so far was wake your wife up. Right. You could have you could have taken that spider out and she would never have known. Okay. So 24 hours later <laughs> yeah. with no sighting of the spider. So so this is late night again. You're back in bed. Uh, nighttime. Nighttime. I hear a yell come from the <laughs> kitchen from my wife. Yep. I thought that son of a bitch is back. <laughs> Oh, but surely it wouldn't go at your wife, the one person who's been protecting it. Well, see, I guess it doesn't know. I run into the kitchen. It Mm. is in the sink. It has climbed. It was in, like, the pipe. Oh, no! She went to get a glass of water. Oh, no! And it, like, jumped out at her. Oh, no! And it was it was a creepy spider, right? Oh uh, well, yeah, I'm getting that. It's it's stalking you in your bedroom. It's hiding behind things, and now it's in your sink. Right. So it starts running across the kitchen, oh, and I think that. now this is my chance because previous times it's been high on the wall. Yeah. But now it's on. <laughs> Everyone to your battle stations. Right. I grab a glass, not big enough. I get a salad bowl. <laughs> I'm like, this is what we're going to need to capture this spider. Right. I'm taking a few swipes at it. I miss. It's on a clean wall, about yep. head height. Boom. You got it. Clean shot. Captured it in the salad bowl. There we and go. this is the first time we get face to face with it. Yep. And I'm Oh see through salad bowl? See through salad bowl. Oh jeez. I'm eye to eye. Yep. Or eye to eye to eye to <laughs> eye in the case of the spider. Yep. yep. Right? And I look into his eyes and I go, you know, I know you don't mean this on us. I know you don't mean to scare us. But I feel like in this situation I have to be Gretel Colleen. <laughs> In the Big Brother house, and I say, it's time to go spider. Right. It's just, look, it's added some fun drama to the house for the past few weeks, but mm. it's time's up. So we do that delicate thing where you put the cardboard underneath the, yep. underneath the you cup. Shuffle, shuffle yep. it in. Yep. I take it. We're in an apartment building on the top level. I yep. take it to the bottom floor, other side of the building, yep. into the back garden, mm. right? It, it's the equivalent of, like, taking it to Mars. You know, like, Mars <laughs> 1, it's like they go one way, they're not coming back. That's what I'm hoping for with this spider. Right, this is, this is it's days are done, yep. I emptied into the bush. Mm. Um, it just ran away. Yep. Uh, didn't want to hang around. It wasn't like Lassie where they tried to give away the dog. <laughs> it was quite happy to leave. <laughs> no teary farewells. So we're going back upstairs and yep. I had a really good look at it while it was in this bowl. Yeah. So I'm really thinking like, what is this? I've seen Huntsman before. It's okay. not a Huntsman. And so my wife, Sarah and I, we're thinking about it. We're Googling. So you're going through, I imagine you found your way to the, how to classify what spider you have websites. I've been to them before. The one it looks the most like, and it looked extremely like this, was a European giant house spider, right? Oh, okay. And I'm like, okay, that's what it is. But then I'm looking at where they're found. They're only found in Europe, like in England and stuff like that. And so I was like, well, that can't be it. But then Sarah's like, 
we were in England last year. Oh my gosh. Do you think oh my we brought gosh. a baby spider home? And Dom, you know what I did? What? I released it into the wild. <laughs> this is a major quarantine breach. Can you broadcast this? <laughs> I may. <laughs> this is going to be what brings humanity down. I may have spread the European giant house spider <gasps> to this country. Oh my gosh. 10 years time when they are ruling Australia and nobody can escape them. This is day zero. This is, you're the one to blame. Yeah. I mean, realistically, I think a bird probably got it the next day. (laughs) If it goes badly, it's my fault. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, I think you can learn a lot about someone by their internet search history. And that is why we do this. This is Dom's Google history. Dom, you Google some weird and wonderful things. So each week I go through your Google search history. I pick my three favourite things. I read them out and you have to explain to the people of the country why you Googled what you Googled. Can I just clarify? We've been doing this segment for most of the year now and I'm having friends and family now. Whenever I run into them, they'll ask me, do you really Google this stuff? And I just, in my defence, I want to say I think anyone's Google history would look weird. If you, if you have the moment, go through your own Google history. I'm sure it'd be weird, wouldn't it? The answer to the question, though, is yes, they are 100% real. <laughs> we haven't made these up. These are well, actual things Dom has Googled. To be fair, I did look through my friend's Google thing, and he was just Googling, like, interest rates, things yeah. like, like normal things to Google. Oh, anyway, wow. let's get started. <laughs> Sunday, 7.33 p.m. Do guys have baby showers, too? Jeez. <laughs> oh, I've just spent 30 seconds trying to say how this is normal, and that's the first thing I've Googled. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Well, I saw on Facebook that a few of my, my female friends had been to a baby shower. Mm. And I just looked at the picture and there were only women in the room. Mm. What? <laughs> well, God, why don't guys get to be part were of that? Were you surprised when you saw a hen's night photo as well? <laughs> only well, girls no. again. Well, I'm hold. seeing a trend. <laughs> no, but there's the there's the Bucks party. There's the male equivalent of the hen's night. Right. What's the male equivalent of the baby shower? Uh, there isn't one at the moment. There isn't one? No, I don't think so. Is it the official... I, I watched an old Western movie once and after the baby was born... They said we're going to go and, and was it wet the head of the baby? And they went to a bar and had some drinks. Right. That's yeah, what... I think they might do that. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's not really the equivalent. <laughs> baby showers look like a lot of fun. And I love... think what we've learned here is you yeah. need to get uh, your information about babies from a source other than Old Western. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fickle. Uh, the next thing you Googled was at Friday at 1.40 a.m. What is Hugh Grant's haircut? <laughs> This is the second Hugh Grant tweet in two weeks for anyone playing at home. What did I and Google? that's too many. My, my Google search about Hugh Grant last week is, is, is he uh, single? Is Hugh Grant single? <laughs> well, you know, because we spoke about Hugh Grant last week, I told you I think he's like a, he's a fashion icon. He's, I would still say he's one of the sexiest men alive if they did a list, right. I reckon. I, they, Dom's they did, top 100. <laughs> which is something we're definitely doing. Um, and I don't know, you know, I went, I was going for a haircut Friday afternoon. And I just wanted uh, to see what his haircut was like. What do you think if you had taken Hugh Grant in and yeah. showed the hairdresser that picture, what do you think their reaction would have been? Uh, I reckon they probably would have said, I can't pull that off, <laughs> to be honest. And you know what? I looked through some pictures of his haircut. He's just got a really different hairstyle to me. Yeah. It was a shame because I really wanted it. But... What'd you go with instead? Uh, <laughs> just drop back inside. It's just okay. the usual. I've, I've retired my taking a photo in days. Uh, the last thing you Googled, Saturday at 2.23 a.m. What action can I take if a Mexican restaurant forgets my sour cream? <laughs> Mate, call the police. Get a lawyer on it. 
Okay. Take them to the cleaners. <laughs> the phrasing of that isn't how I... Uh, yeah, I ordered sour cream as an extra. I got my burrito bowl. There was no sour cream. And you said, <laughs> this is a breach of our contract. <laughs> I just wanted to know if I can, you know, get in touch with them and get like a refund for that sour cream or... Now, this was at two in the morning. Uh, I'd been thinking about it all night. <laughs> really oh, so it go. wasn't fresh. I don't know. You had had the Mexican earlier that day. About six hours earlier. And I'd actually... Uh, no, if I'm completely honest, it was a day earlier. It was Friday night. I had the Mexican. And it had been dwelling on my mind, and it was like early Saturday morning. I thought, what can I do about the sour cream being forgotten? Uh, you forget about it and move on with your life. <laughs> I don't really have a lot of problems, do I? What, what were you thinking you could do? I, Show up the I next day thought, and be like, hey, I got Mexican last night. I thought I'd get my 50 cents back. I don't know. I just, I just want to know what you can do. So what did you do? Well, I, it turns out everything I saw was about like suing you a place if they gave you food poisoning or something like that. I'm like, it's not really my situation. So <laughs> you go it, in there, yeah. they won't even look at anything. They'll just give you the sour cream. <laughs> They'll just be like, okay, man, if your life is that sad that you're coming back. And I'll walk out triumphantly. I got him. <laughs> Took him to the cleaners. What a win. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Nouns Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News tonight. Donald Trump is learning his two times tables. I I think the one thing that hits me even more than anything else is the magnitude of everything. The numbers are so big. The size of the numbers are really staggering. Also, Mel B watched the latest episode of Dora the Explorer. Oh, that was amazing. And amazing, but also really challenging and hard. And Pauline Hanson made prank phone calls on April Fool's Day. Yes, I am concerned about my safety, of course. But sometimes you've got to stand up for what you believe in and you can't back down from it. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. If you're listening to this right now, I just want you to take a moment and note down where you are right now because when people ask you where were you when you heard this idea in future years, this is what you're going to say. Mm. Um, I've got an idea, Zach, that I think could bring more joy to this world than anything has for years. Mm-hmm. And don't we need more joy right now? We always need joy. We always need joy. It's been a bit of a, of a rough few years politically, whatever, you know, time for some joy in the world. I need to stress I have not yet heard this idea. <laughs> oh, well, this is the thing. I haven't brought this up with you before right now because I thought you'd block it. Okay. <laughs> and I want to put this out to the country first before you have a chance to block it. Okay. That's, well, that's fair opinion. enough. So here's my uh, thinking. Uh, I've got to give it a little bit of context of where this thought came from first. A few weeks on the show, Zach, uh, a few weeks ago, sorry, you were going through my Google history. Mm. And you saw that I Googled, when are you too old for an Easter egg hunt? Mm. And this is how we discussed that from there. So I, up until last year, have still done Easter egg hunts that my mum puts on okay, for sorry, me. Okay, sorry, so are you putting on the Easter egg hunt for your younger cousins and um, nieces and nephews and stuff like that? No, no. My mum just sets one up for me and my younger brother every Easter. He's uh, 19. I'm 23. Anyway, I, I Googled it, and the consensus was generally 11 or 12. Yeah, double digits. <laughs> When you go from 9 to 10, you're too old, but you've held out for another 13 years. Well, what if you weren't too old anymore? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Adult Easter egg hunts. Just let that phrase hit you and let it sink into your mind. Yeah. <laughs> What's the idea, though? The idea? Okay, all right. Here's, let, me, let me sell you, like I'm pitching to you, right? Yeah. Now, imagine if the highest quality of football you ever saw was under eights, right? Of course, they'd be stupid because you've got to see adults get in their prime physical condition before they can play their best football. You want to see them train for years. 
I'm saying, why are we cutting Easter eggs off? Easter egg hunts off, sorry, at under eights. Right. Why do we cut it off there? Imagine what some of the best athletes in the world, what some fully formed adults could do with an Easter egg hunt. But by the same logic, mm. I mean, do you want a duck, duck, goose professional <laughs> competition? Pin well, the tail on the donkey. You want to see what um, that's like uh, when we, Channel 9 <laughs> covers it on Friday nights? We can work on that down the track. I'm open to all suggestions. But my point is this, Zach, is I just think, like, how fun would it be if you didn't have to stop doing Easter egg hunts, but they became more and more skillful and complex? I, I don't even understand. What what are we putting okay. forward? What's, here's, here's the on, idea. On the base level, yeah. I mean... Are we? Are you suggesting that we do an adult Easter egg hunt? Maybe we're the pioneers. Maybe that's what it is. And what would it be? So I reckon, in general, this became a worldwide phenomenon. You pay maybe 10 or 15 bucks. You enter like a jungle, right? It's, it sounds a lot like the Hunger Games. It's not like the Hunger Games. You enter, well, it kind of is, because you get food at the end. <laughs> it's a different type of Hunger Games. That's true. You enter the jungle, you enter the arena, whatever it is. Uh, and there are, in complex places all the way around the arena, eggs and bunnies hidden mm. that you have to get. Right, you've got to climb trees. You've got to swing on ropes. You've got to wade through knee-deep, you know, water. Mm-hmm. You've really got to work to get these these Easter eggs. They're really complex, hidden. It seems like a lot of work for something that you can buy for four dollars. But this, I knew you'd say this, and I have the perfect rebuttal to that argument. A football team could just go buy a trophy, couldn't they? Yeah, they're not playing for the trophy. The... <laughs> no, seriously, they're playing for the million dollars they get paid. <laughs> That's why they're playing. Well, not, the, not the local comps, they're not. They could just go and buy a trophy and then call it a day in February and the not play the season. The reason you do Easter egg hunts when you're a kid is because yes. you have no money. That's your only means no, no, to no. finding Easter eggs. I'm... If you had money, Easter egg hunts die. Because anyone knows it's easier. Do you know what the easiest Easter egg hunt is? Yep. Aisle 8. <laughs> hunt over. Take Found him. Take it from a, a guy who has been doing Easter egg hunts into his early 20s, Zach. I am telling you, that chocolate is so much sweeter when you've earned it. You haven't earned it. When, when you've hunted it down. I need to put this to the country. I knew you'd be against it, but I think people are probably wrong. 131060. I just need a general reaction. Are you for this idea? Or I'll, I'll, I'm open to hearing if you're against this idea. No one's going to call for against. Hmm. I Because everyone is going to convince you this is the idea of the future. Okay. 131060. Add all these three hunts. Am I onto something great here? Maddie, what are you thinking? I think it's a great idea, honestly. Yeah. You'd sign up, Maddie. You'd be there for the Easter egg hunt on Sunday morning? 100%. If you guys actually did it, I'd be there. I'd be the first person there. Would, uh, actually, no, this is a good question, Maddie. I need to see if this has financial, uh, maybe uh, profit areas as well. Would you Would you pay to do this, Maddie? Yeah, I would. Like you said, if it was like 15 bucks, I'd yeah. definitely put because it's like it's for the activity as well, not just the chocolate. That's it. It's for the activity. You burn off the calories. That's another bonus. <laughs> well, you want to pitch it as a fitness thing as well. <laughs> this is ticking. Forget boot camp on Easter Sunday morning. Come and look around for chocolate. All right, let's go to Alex from Melbourne. Alex, what are your thoughts uh, on the adult Easter egg hunt idea? Um, totally for it. Oh, okay. that, that's two from two, Zach. This and is building steam. What are you thinking, Alex? Why are you for it? Oh, look, I'm 24 and I still expect a hunt. If- my mum doesn't make one for mm. Easter day, and she knows I'm not impressed with her. So. You're looking for an Easter egg hunt outside of your house. Oh, that'd be great! Like you know, hide them in trees, or give it, you know, make it a little bit difficult. Like, come on, 24. I'm not eight. I right. know, maybe I shouldn't be doing the Easter egg hunt because I'm 24. Okay, Alex, and you've been doing it all your life up till 24. Yep. Great. Well, I want you on my team because she'll be an experienced hunter. And that's the kind of people I'll need when we do the first ever. Mm. Usually when hunt. you refer to hunters. Yep. <laughs> It's not exactly this. <laughs> uh, Natalie's in Sydney. Natalie, uh, are you on board for this idea? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 
Great, Natalie. Like, it's good to have someone else on board. What are you thinking? Why should the kids have all the fun? Yes. I'm a kid at heart. Absolutely. Like, it's the best thing ever. I, I get jealous. I definitely go and do it and hide it all around. It's the harder the, the, harder the place, the funner it is to find. Absolutely. Natalie, your thoughts, when you're envisioning this in your mind, mm. are you just doing it in normal casual clothes or would you be wearing a uniform or something Eastery? Yeah, uniform. Oh, you uniform. can do a little costume. Who loves who love, yeah. oh, a fancy dress? Maybe that's a good idea, actually. Maybe there's a best dress prize. I'm sorry. What, ooh, it's almost <laughs> like I'm hearing Dom volunteering to be the Easter Bunny. <laughs> Is that, oh, mate, is that we, what I'm hearing? If we could pull off some sort of adult Easter egg hunt, I will pay the Easter bunny. I'll hide the eggs. I'll pay for them out of my own pocket for the first ever adult <laughs> Easter egg hunt. <laughs> I will pay for them out of my own pocket. And would you wear an Easter egg? I, would you wear an Easter bunny outfit? Absolutely, I would. All right, let's end this with Georgia and Wollongong. Georgia, what are your thoughts? I am for it. You're for it, Georgia? You're signing up? Yeah, I am. Uh, my partner and I actually still do Easter egg hunts, but we do it with riddles. Oh. oh, okay. So what, you kind of have to follow some clues to find the eggs? Yeah, so you get, like, one egg at each riddle, and then at the end you get, like, a big bunny or... Oh, that's smart, Georgia. Maybe that's how we could, act. Yeah, we so could make Dom, it an intellectual what you, game. What are you thinking? Are you thinking it would be stages or...? Yeah, well, I was just thinking get a big jungle and hide the eggs and mm, go for it. But it but might Georgia's be more complicated ma- than that. Well, Georgia's making me think oh, maybe you mimic something like The Amazing Race. There's mm. challenges. There's clues. At each step you reveal more information. That's got legs. I have never seen you so excited. <laughs> Actually, I have at Christmas time. <laughs> this is the second most excited I've ever seen you, Dom. Well, look, I, I think we might be onto something here. Um, I, I, what we need to do, we need to go away and brainstorm. We need like a, a HQ, yep. right? I need to get an Easter Bunny outfit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going through the, I list, hope, the list of priorities. I hope that's the last time you say that in your life. <laughs> Well, you know what? We've got two weeks till Easter, Zach. That's two weeks to figure out if adult Easter accounts could be a thing. Okay. We'll see how we go. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, it's time for us to try to guess what animal a pet is by its name. This is Collective Noun's pet name game. 131060, we have a theory that if you give us the name of your animal... Mm. No, if you give us, no, you've confused me now. It's a confusing game. Okay. It shouldn't be. If you give us the name of your pet, I'm yes. sorry. Yep. We can guess what animal it is. Michelle in Newcastle is our first contestant. What's your pet's name? Farmer. Farmer, was it? Yeah, S-A-M-A. Oh, so not like farmer wants a wife. No. No, farmer spelt F-A-M-A. I've never heard that name, farmer. You know what I'm wondering? Is it another language? I was going to say maybe it's llama. And Ooh. somewhere along the line, because it sounds like father. You know what llama. I think, and I'm even going to guess how yeah. it came about. Yep. There's a young child. Yes. They couldn't say llama, oh. and they said farmer, and that's how it got its name. Before we guess this one, though, Zach, almost every time we played the pet name game, we go out there for animals like this, and it's a cat or a dog. <laughs> Are we really going to lock in llama? Yep, 100%. <laughs> I'm confident. <laughs> Michelle, is it a llama? No, it's a bunny. A what? A bunny. A, a bunny. rabbit. Uh, why, why farmer? No, it's... Uh, because it was actually short for Princess Asama. Yeah, we'd have never got that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel any closer to understanding why that animal was named Farmer, but we'll move on to Jeremy. What's your pet's name? Uh, Flash. Bash. Flash or Bash? Flash. 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 Ooh, I assume a fast animal, Dom. Okay, well, or... Jeremy, I'm going to no. ask that question. Is it a fast animal? No. No, this Ooh, one, I think it's, it's, ironic. An, it's an ironic name. So what's a slow animal? Could you, you don't know, it kind of... 
Can you have it? You can have a turtle, isn't it? One hundred percent. Oh yes, it's a turtle. turtle, Jeremy. It's a turtle, isn't it? Yes, it's a turtle. Yes! yes, come on! Oh, what a feeling to get a win in this game. That's too rare. And Dom, um, because that wasn't our last one, we have one more to go. Mm. We could get a record here. Two from three mm. would be an all-time world record for the pet name game. <laughs> it really would be. Charles is in Brisbane. Charles, what's your pet's name? Agapanthus. Ag. Ag- well, you're gonna have to spell that for us, Charles. A G A N. Yep. Oh, sorry, A G A P A N T H U S. Agapanthus. Now, Dom, I don't want to lock this in, but straight off the bat, I'm thinking snake. What I don't you... know why. It's just that I get a bit of a feeling of snake. With Ag- I don't know what that word means. Do you want to Google it? With Agapanthus, I was thinking maybe some he's got some mythical wildebeest as his pet. That's what it sounds like. Yep. Agapanthus. Half lion. <laughs> maybe it's a half centaur. Dove. He's got a centaur <laughs> at his place. Um, is it, oh, apparently, give you any information? An Agapanthus is a, it's a plant. It's the lily of the Nile. It's like a, it looks like a uh, purple Nile, lily. crocodile, lizard. What are you thinking? I have no idea, Jeez. basically. Agapanthus. Is it a bit of a misdirection and it's just a very basic pet? There's no way you're saying, come on, Agapanthus, off to the dog park. Agapanthus is a snake, in my opinion. Yeah, I'll go with you there, Dom. Is Agapanthus a snake, Charles? No, it's a chocolate Labrador. So it was Agapanthus. We're going to the pet, uh, the dog park. Yeah. Yep. That's what? a mouthful. What? <laughs> what? Um, uh, you know what? He's, Charles is gone. He's, he's played the game. He's out. I was going to ask him, why Agapanthus? Why did you name your dog Agapanthus? Um, maybe they had a keen interest yep. in Egyptian <laughs> plants. <laughs> or maybe... Na- plants native to the Nile. Maybe their plants are just called Rex and Rover. <laughs> they just reversed it. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Uh, exciting news for you, Dom. I have scored you a brand new job. Now, I didn't ask for this. Um, no, you did, actually. <laughs> I did ask for this job? Yes. Okay, well, I don't remember asking for this job. I've taken it upon myself to be mm. manager slash agent slash... Um, I'm not sure what the third one is. <laughs> uh, maybe headhunter, recruiter. I'm sure. not sure. Well, so what, what, what field am I working in now? Cause, um, you told me I can do it alongside this job. Mm. So what, what, what's the field? R and B. Oh no. <laughs> I just remembered what this okay, is. Okay. So last week on the show, Dom, <laughs> uh, we were reading out your Google searches and you Googled uh, what is a hype man yeah. and, uh, through Googling, you figured out what a hype man was. I figured out what they are now, though. Mm. They're those uh, the people in rap songs who do the whole, like, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. Like, they just agree with the rapper. <laughs> then you went on to express some interest. <laughs> I'd be a great hype man. Can I just say, if there's any aspiring young rap artists out there who are putting a track together at the moment, please do call on thirteen ten sixty. I'd love to be the hype man on your track. Now, thankfully for me, Dom, you had dropped a few... Oh, no. ...yes and ahas and... <laughs> And stuff into that audio. So, I mean, I'm not a professional oh music producer, what? but I mean, I have done some demos up so that we can shop these around. The, the artists who you've put me into, are they aware that I've been entered into their songs? No. They're not going to be happy about this. I'm going to make their songs much less cool. What I thought we'd do with the hype man is like, I thought that's definitely something you want at the start of a song. Is it? Yeah, to get people hyped up oh, like, about ready to start. Like, yeah, come on, everybody. Yes. Hands in the air. It's kind of like Jason Derulo singing his name. Right. Like he wants someone <laughs> yeah. coming around, um, you know, getting people around at the party because the singer's about to sing. And uh, so I've got a couple here, and I want your feedback on them. Uh, mm. The first one is we've dropped you into Nelly's Hot in here. <laughs> yeah. Hot air. Okay. Hot air. 
Yeah, okay. So hot, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Don't you think we're just ready to launch into the song now? Oh, my gosh. Oh, I have only just had my eyes open how uncool I am. <laughs> really? <laughs> only now? Oh, like I had inklings, but it's only hearing that that I, I realised just the extent. Maybe uh, uh, maybe Nelly's not your jam. <laughs> maybe you're more of a 50 cent guy. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Go, go shorty. It's your birthday. We're going to party. Oh, my gosh. And we're ready to start the song. Oh. We're ready to party. <laughs> this is this is a career low light. It's <laughs> what it is. How do you feel about that? Do you um, think you're a good hype man? I, I, I think... In one swift motion, mm. you might have made R&B music uncool. <laughs> it's it remarkable. wasn't me, mate. That was all you. <laughs> Take credit for it. That's, uh, you know what? I, I, I will say this. I'm enjoying it, and I am starting to think I, I could do it full time. I mm. could tour with these artists. Mm. I don't know. Maybe I come on stage with my backwards cap and my gold necklaces. Yes. And I get ready to go. I, I, it goes without saying, but mm. I do think I need to point it out. Yep. If you've never seen Dom before, <laughs> think of the whitest person you can. <laughs> And then make them whiter. Oh, actually, I, instead of getting like the proper gold necklaces, I'd like take my mum's jewellery <laughs> just on the stage. Just now, lovely pearls. The reason this is so outrageous <laughs> is because you would have never listened to like any R&B in your life, would you? No, I'm a, well, I've told you before that my favourite, one of my favourite albums is Damien Lee's The Winner's Journey from mm. when he won Australian Idol. That's more my kind of jam. So I was thinking yep. uh, maybe if the R&B wasn't up your alley, mm-hmm. you could bring hype men to other genres. <laughs> okay. So the last right. one I have for you is yeah. uh, if you were doing your hype on mm. something a little more down your alley. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's been a long does that, that get you pumped for I'll see you again? Oh, do you know what? You know, you started this out as a, a new job for me. I reckon you've changed music. High men need to be in every genre. That's incredible. Maybe I have a new job for myself. Yes, I think Am you I do. Am I a visionary? <laughs> Just add hype men into every type of music you can, and, and that's incredible. The, the big question I've got is, do you have, like, the email address for any major record labels? Yeah, I think that's how it works. <laughs> I'll just attach an MP3. I think that's what Rihanna did. <laughs> This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, just before we get out of here, um, I saw this on Facebook today. There's a Guinness World Record that's been broken today. It's been going around in the news. For the most burgers eaten in a minute. Um, I assume what, like cheese burgers? Uh, yeah, burgers? hamburgers. I think burgers, basically. I mean, I'm sure you're probably not going to BLT when you're in the world record. Well, congratulations. <laughs> you know what? I, I did think that would be my achievement one day when it came true. But no, this has been beaten by a man in the Philippines. And, you know, firstly, I was, uh, I thought this would have to be one of the bigger Guinness World Records, wouldn't it? This would be top 10 in terms of the ones that are most often attempted or, or most well known about. Because eating contests are all the time. and yeah, I guess be, so. Burgers are easy to quantify. How many burgers have you had? Mm. So, my question for you. Um, the well, <laughs> I think the computer's just restarted in here. Um, <laughs> in one minute. Zach, the computer's restarted <laughs> at 1am. No one... <laughs> Knows that we're here. That's... So everything restarts. Oh, this could just turn off in a second. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know if the system turns off at one. Um, here's the question I got for you, Zach. If you were thinking the best in the world, the absolute world record in mm. 2017 of all time, how many burgers in one minute? How many do you think it is? Take a part, just estimate, ballpark. 15. I would have thought about the same. Five. 
Really? Five. The world record has been four for years, and today this guy made it and got five. And did you see any pictures? Were they big burgers? Uh, no, they're like, uh, imagine like a Macca's cheeseburger, like a, a normal-sized, smallish burger. Mm. I don't think that's an impressive record. This guy's meant to be the best of all time. Mm. The, the video is quite a spectacle, by the way. They're losing their minds about it. It's quite exciting. But you think by watching the video, you mm. think you could eat that fast? Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> it sounds like someone <laughs> is putting their hand up. Well, uh, you know I'm a celiac. I can't have gluten. Yeah, but we could find gluten-free burgers. Yeah, but they're very dry, so that'd be a harder thing oh, to do. Oh, already eat. making excuses. Jeez, <laughs> no, you're in is... the crowd, paying out the guys out in the middle, and they yeah. throw you a jersey, and they go, come out, and you go, oh, actually, you know what, I'm feeling like I've got a bit of a cold. <laughs> All right, we should get out of here before the computers turn off again. <laughs> <laughs> that is what we've got time for. If you want to hear the whole show back, search for Collective Down on iTunes. You can get the podcast there. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow night from 11. Bye. Oh, yeah. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.